Hey sports fans and welcome to episode 60 of State of My Sports, that's State of MI Sports, where we talk about the teams we love and you love in this great state of Michigan. Stay in touch with us on our social media, State of MI Sports, on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. And don't forget to subscribe to the podcast to alerted when a new episode is out. And share us with some friends to help us grow our audience. Episode 60, we will catch up with an old friend of ours and a little bit about COVID trying to mess with uh, our happiness of sports starting, but... That might have actually gone away in the last couple minutes, so maybe just remove that from the intro, but we'll see. Um, <laughs> you had, uh, we, you had your chance. Yeah, exactly. We have a, wow. a Pistons GM to break down and look deeper into his press conference uh, to see if we can kind of figure out what his vision is uh, moving forward. Uh, we'll talk about some logos and hats in general that we, that we would never be caught dead wearing. Uh, there's a reason for that. Got a surprise for you guys and, and our listeners and viewers. Um and yeah, that's that's about all we got today. Of course, we're gonna grade some Michigan beer as well. Wouldn't, ha- wouldn't be a, a true episode without it. I heard a really unfamiliar voice just a little while ago. Yeah, so what that's was that about? kind of the the. I'm Sam Waltart. <laughs> With me today, Ryan Waltart, Hello. Micah Smith, and back. By popular By, demand. Yeah, yeah, I mean he he was <laughs> he was trying to that. be out, and no, he really wasn't. But Kyle, you are back, and and you have was it I think 14 weeks. So you got to break down every single weekend and week that you had ever since you quit on us. Episode what was it forty six? Yeah, that's okay. <laughs> All right, so we're going back to mid March then. Yeah, mid March. March okay, eighteen the weather, was the first episode. The weather was colder. <laughs> it was. Uh, <laughs> no, but obviously we're we're really happy that you are back. It's summer now. You can come out of hibernation. No, but really though, you want to tell? Can you can you fill our, our listeners in? A little bit of stuff that that, you, that you've been that's been going on in your life. I can't. Sorry. I uh, yeah. So I had a son who was born as a surviving twin at 27 weeks gestation, um, who had really a lot of issues, different things, um, and the main thing he had was problems with his lungs. So when they talk about uh, isolating the the weak. And the people who are, I mean, that's that's him. The most the most vulnerable, The right? most vulnerable. Yeah. He was, he's high on that list. So, um, yeah, so we just kind of had to shut it down, man. We had, yeah. to, it was, I still had to go to work somewhat frequently through the, through kind of the worst of it. And, um, and so we kind of, I, I, Sam, you kind of know our office, but I basically, nobody was allowed anywhere near my office and, um, you probably hated that, right? <laughs> that I mean. drives me insane. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so everything had to be kind of electronic and everything like that. Yeah. So, um, but no, but obviously we were, we were, we got through it just fine. It was, um, he's done really well through the whole thing, probably did better than he would have without the other two kids bringing stuff home from school. Yeah. Um, since he, ju- he had just been back in the hospital at the end of December. So, they told us they thought he'd be back three times through this cold and flu season, and that was like the only time he was back. So he probably did better than that's average. awesome. <laughs> yeah, no, so it really worked out um, for you guys. We're really happy. We've obviously been praying for you guys and your family and, and all that. Yeah, appreciate stuff. that. So, yeah, um, glad to talk, have you back. Can we talk about um, Magic Johnson versus Calvin? Wait, Johnson wait a second. second he thinks he can come back and start dictating yeah, the conversation. This, that was that ain't what, happening. What, <laughs> yeah, I mean, what, what do you think this is? What, that was the only time I remember like really listening like. <laughs> I'm never talking to these guys again. Like this is, <laughs> you can't compare. Okay. 
I, we already kind of got into it about it. Well, not yeah. got into it because I think we you, you landed on magic, right? Magic yeah, we landed. On okay, magic. good. Okay, yeah. all, right. all right. But yeah, I remember. <laughs> we I got remember. there in our own unique kind of way. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah. you were always magic, weren't you? Well, I was. No, he was Calvin actually. We were this close to going, Calvin. It yeah. was 50-50, Micah and myself. I but had magic end, for my I dad's he sake. Was magic and you two were Calvin. No, no. no. Okay, so I, I think we flip flopped quite a bit. I, 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 did. I think we all kind of moved them. around, but yeah, we we ended, we landed on Calvin. If you guys don't know what he's talking about, we we're talking or no, we landed on Magic. Sorry, oh, this is my first time. This is my first time in fourteen it. weeks that I've been here. Uh, <laughs> no, but we landed on Magic. Uh, and if people don't know what we're talking about, we 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 reviewed all of the Michigan athletes. We we assigned each of them a letter, so every every letter. So the list was, was like, good. It was yeah. good. Yeah. So it was it was fun. And he won. Jays were tough. Jay, yeah. yeah, a lot of Jays. Yeah, there was a lot of Jays. Yeah, of for Jays, sure. Go back, go back and listen to those. I think those were the B one was very interesting to me too. Yeah, we we actually Billups versus Bowman. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but we did have some uh, breaking news today, uh, and it actually happened. It was pretty early in the, or pretty late in the day. I think it was right around like twelve o'clock or something like that. Mm-hmm. The Detroit Lions have new owners, and no, it is not a new family. So all <laughs> so people that want to. Die on that hill. Sorry, it's not happening. Uh, but the Martha Firestone Ford stepped down as owner and chairman and handed the reins over to her daughter, um, what is the name, Sheila Ford Hamp. Yeah. Who, She's a Hamp. Yeah. She just kept the Ford, right? Yeah, exactly. Well, I would, too, if I had that. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Not that I would change my name for <laughs> marriage, but all right. Yeah, so, what? <laughs> I don't know, man. This is I'm really confused he's, about having there's so many in this scenario. so many he's voices going on. Now it's making thank you, yeah. Ryan. It was, yeah. Otherwise we're jumping around there. Yeah. yeah. Look, I, I don't want to get into that because it really is just a change of ownership. It's really not it, it doesn't change the day to day that we see and we believe in I mean, could it? Yeah. But that's we're, we're not gonna know that until three yeah, three, four we, years from now. Do we really the think that she, Martha was really doing a whole lot in this organization? I personally Probably don't. Yeah. Is it, what is she like ninety three? Uh, yeah, I, I love Jim Caldwell. So. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> exactly. Um but I mean it it was worth bringing up. I, I think the, the the one thing that she said during the, the statements, um and yeah, I'm not gonna read those. But the one thing that <laughs> stood out to me was she said ma- she needs to see major improvements this year. So going back to the when the off season started uh, the Fords came out with a statement basically saying hey, we got to be in the hunt for the playoffs. We got to see major improvements, blah blah blah, for for Patricia and Quinn to get their the following season. They're gonna get this one. They got to be in the playoff hunt. And, and basically, she just said major improvements. So that that was kind of what they changed it to. What they never said major improvements, just improvements. Be here, like nobody really knew what they expect. But I mean, I don't know. Hearing major improvements, it makes me feel like okay, yeah. That I agree. I need to see that. Whether it's whether it whether it leads to nine wins or eight wins, like I don't care about that. As long as they're improving, like greatly, and you can see it on the field, and the eye test tells you, hey, they're they're making improvements. This is maybe they're one year away or whatever it is. Like that's in my head what I want to see. So I I completely agree with that one. So you you know she's got it written down somewhere though. She's got a the, list written down somewhere on the improvements she wants to see. Yeah. And I think every Lions fan would want to see what she wrote down. Yeah, it would be nice, right? But yeah, I mean, Either I'd, that I'd be really wrote scared. A speech for her, and <laughs> yeah. she just read it. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't want to know like the expectation. Like, obviously, at work, you want to know your expectation, but I don't think you want to know the deep, dark truth of what your the owner thinks of you. Yeah. <laughs> and well, I guess from goals. Let's right? <laughs> <laughs> reiterate the goals. Yeah, 
Um, but it is time to introduce our Michigan beer for episode 60. But before we do, I want to remind everyone to stop into the Hops Brewing Company and Cafe for some of the best beer in West Michigan. The family-friendly atmosphere is perfect for a night out with family, date night, going out with friends or game days, all that good stuff. Uh, the Hops is the official brewery of State of My Sports for 2020. And if you mention State of My Sports, you get a nice little discount on your beer. Uh, stop in and try the State of My PA, which is named after the podcast, or any of their great beers seltzers or wine they have there for you um whatever your beer of choice is we are sure the house will have something that you would like just as much if not more and also grab a six pack on your way out of the beer of the summer stand delicious it is delicious standy that's the beer of the summer that's i i just figured that oh yeah. man they i saw it posted they didn't sell out of that did they no they they got they got plenty they made it yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm game i i Lo- they love that. Yeah, uh, they're, they they are making real, a point that good. they will not sell out of that beer. Like that is going to be always brewing and always being worked on. They bought a new tank for it. Like it's dedicated to stand delicious. They're never going to run out. We'll see. But uh, Kyle, do you, do you want like Micah to go first so you can kind of get a, a feel of how these intros go? No, or you I'm think go you right can do it? it? All right, he's doing go it. Right <laughs> it. All right, what are you okay. drinking? Okay, I have a glass of wine. <laughs> is that, do, oh, sorry, no, it's a beer. perfect. Yes, uh, yeah, <laughs> shorts brew. Didn't it used to be shorts brewing. I thought I always yeah. thought it was shorts brewing. Yeah, no, shorts says, brewing company, but that I think it they just, just says different. It yeah, just, just says shorts marketing. brew. Uh, Fruit Asia is what it's called. Hazy Indian pale ale with mango, pineapple, and tangerine. Ooh, sounds fruity. Yeah, it's I like a, it. It is. It's mm. good. It's good. Sounds good. Micah, you're next, buddy. Yeah, tonight I'm drinking from Tapestry Brewing. Northern Trippin' New England style IPA. It's got a picture of picture of pictured rocks. That's a nice can. Yeah, I love That's the look a, of that. It's a cool can. Is that like the famous pictured rocks in Michigan, in like up north Michigan? Yeah. Or up north Michigan. Yeah, that's, that's <laughs> it, Sam. Definitely up north. I think it's somewhere in northern Indiana. Uh, so this New England IPA, it's got citra and mandarina hops, and it's balanced by a blend of wheat and oats. When Ryan says you did it to yourself. <laughs> well, you just said pictured rocks. Is that oh, is that pictured is rocks? That, is that in northern yeah. Michigan? Well, you know what I meant. Yeah, they just I know. the famous ones. Yeah. It's yeah. where the two oceans yeah. meet. Whatever. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> right. Go when ahead. I was male oh, watching. <laughs> oh, All right. I'm so glad you were a part of that. Kyle. <laughs> that was <laughs> the, male the highlight of my quarantine. When Sam said, "I love going male watching." I don't know why I do this. Where the two oceans meet. <laughs> right? All right, uh, C- Creston Brewery. I think this is the first beer that I've had from Creston that I'm grading. Uh, Blueberry Sweet Street is the beer. And so far, very, very sweet. It's a 5.4 percentage uh, alcohol. And there's no other really descri- real description on here, but um, it lives up to its name. It lives up to its name so far. Nice. I am drinking from Drafting Table. So we had a special guest, we had two special guests on last episode. Eric uh, from the House Brewing Company, and uh, Ed from Better on Draft blogging. Blog spot. So we are outside. I don't know if you guys can hear that in the background. We're like recording a, outside today. So we got some fireworks going on. It's not the first time we've had fireworks on the podcast. But um, <laughs> but he brought up drafting table. It, he actually graded, I, I think it was like a, uh, mom's said no cinnamon roll or something like that is what I believe he, he reviewed on his really? – uh, <laughs> on his on his blog early in, in April, I believe it was. Um, but he was talking about this brewery, so I wrote it down, and I was like, all right, I'm going to go find it. So I found it at the local beer spot. 
in its drafting table, and it's a Resolute IPA. It's in Wixom, Michigan, which is kind of what between Lansing and, and Detroit. I think we agreed yeah. upon, right? Yep. yep. Um, so one one running joke that we're gonna do uh, this episode is I'm just gonna do a quick simulation. Thank on you. the draft lottery, that is yes, two days and you. 22 hours and 58 minutes away. I'm going to hit a little quick, Sam, and see where the Red Wings land. They fell to the fourth overall pick. So the Detroit Pistons got their guy, Troy Weaver. Look, we talked about this a couple episodes ago. Uh, ago, he was he was the guy kind of leading the pack, and we were we were all pretty excited about it. And I, all in all, like the pedigree's there. So he he worked under general manager. So he worked for the, for the Oklahoma City Thunder most recent for I think it was like ten years. Is that correct? Um, yep. Under Sam Presti, who who's been I mean Oklahoma City is really a, a good. You know what's the <laughs> the word I'm looking for? Well, it's a small market team. Yeah. That that builds internally, right? And yep. they, And it's kind of a hub for GMs for the next GMs to come yeah. out. Yeah. And, and it's and it's a perfect blue. The way that they did it is a good blueprint for where I see the Pistons at right now. From the ground up. Yes. Right. Exactly. I love that. Um. And it, I think where where the Pistons are at in in his pedigree, what we what we've seen, he worked for the Jazz, I believe, for a little bit. He worked. Um, for Syracuse, he was a bench coach, if if I'm not wrong, um, and then worked his way up as a assistant general manager, basically the number two man uh, for Oklahoma City for the last ten years, who, who's who's done a really good job. And and I really want to start by talking about like, I mean, this is the the best guy out there. This is the guy that you wanted to to hire. That I think we all wanted to hire at least two episodes ago when we were talking about it. It was yeah, like it was writing on the wall, and we were excited that. This is going potentially going to be the guy that we, we hire. He he's a natural next. The next phase of his career is a GM. He's been groomed for the GM role, and so we were all excited that this was going to be a legitimate GM that we needed in the Pistons organization. That's what the, we were missing. Yeah, I, and honestly, from on paper and everything that, that that's, it's exactly who I would want because but, I think it's the best guy out there. Like on paper, the best guy out there. But he had his press press conference yesterday, and now now I'm not and, and now so, you're not now very I'm not so sure. Like usually it's like everyone wins the press conference, right? Like the coach comes in, he says the right things. Uh, Brady Hoke was a perfect example of that. I was like, hey, that dude just won the press conference. Like I'm gonna run through a wall for this guy. Like and I, like he's a Michigan man. It's gonna work. All of that stuff, and it didn't work out so well. When you lose a press conference, that's that scares me a little bit. Starting well, off on the wrong foot. Why, why do you think he lost the press conference? Okay. That is a very important quote here. He says, this isn't a rebuild. This is a restoring. That was his quote. And look, I I, I get my, my brain works way different than others. It's probably the same thing when push comes to shove, and I get that. But I don't want to hear that. So, so basically, I want to I want to throw my brain out there and be like, all right. When I hear restoring, I think of you have this car that runs like crap and looks like crap. You pulled it out of a cornfield for the last eighteen years or however long it was, and then you restore it and you make it look nice and you make it so it runs, but it's still just a crappy old car that's rusted out from the bottom that you didn't really fix the the nitty gritty of of the car. 
I, I think this thing needs to be rebuilt from the ground up. Like 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 you kind of said during the intro there, it was like ground up, ground up. Like restoring in my head is not ground up. Am so, I wrong on that? Well, <laughs> like I, I mean, you, go go for it. But to a certain extent, you are. <clears throat> I think you're getting hup, hung up on just on, on just verbiage. To be honest, I mean, when you're res- like when you're restoring a car, that's that's ground up. Inside out, outside in. I mean, you, you, everything. Yeah, and I think, I think what you're probably thinking is, you would you rather see that they get rid of the entire front office, the head coach, um, just kind of sell off all their players to collect 17 draft picks over the next five years? Because I think that's the difference. I think okay. when you're talking about a rebuild right now, a rebuild, everybody goes right to the 76ers yep. of the past, and and it's trust the system, and they would. Or trust the process, and they and they would go sell off every single asset they had, and they went through head coach after head coach after head coach. I think the difference with this, and and it was just a clever word that he wanted to use okay. to describe the situation. Part of the reason he wanted this job, and he made it very clear in the press conference, is he really liked working with the coach. Yes, I and honestly, I am one hundred percent okay with the coach. I think you have the right coach, uh, Dwayne Casey. Yeah, I think yeah, is Dwayne is Casey. the right. right. The right coach, and, and honestly, he, I don't think he came out and said it, which made me nervous. Like, he, no, like, but I know that the, they sorry. did. They, they introduced him, and the way they were introducing him is really he. Um, Tom Gores actually said, "I don't, I don't really want to call it a uh, interview that we had with him. It was more of a, a formal get together. We just kind of discussed um, the path forward and what they were doing, and, and then see the chemistry that he would have with Dwayne Casey." Yeah, so so kind of go back uh, a couple years ago when when all when they were. In the, in the market for a new GM. Is that when Gores bought the team, or has he owned it longer? I guess it, it doesn't matter. But they wanted Troy Weaver two years ago. They did. That was the guy. And they, they reached out to Oklahoma City, and they were like, nope, he's not available to talk to. He's hands off. He's not ready to go. And here we are two years later. Like This seems like it. it's the, the, the guy that they wanted. Yeah. And, and, and I time, think it fits real well with Dwayne Casey, yeah. I, and I love that because I think Dwayne Casey's the right the right hire. I do too, and, um, and that's and that's the reason I like this. I still like it is because we had some leadership uh, within the organization to build. And Dwayne Casey's really big on character. He wants guys to work hard. He wants guys to try to play defense. He wants guys that are good people that give back to the community. He's trying to build something inside out. Mm. And like, you know, from character, integrity, all that kind of stuff. And then you get this GM who is known as a talent evaluator. That's what everybody says. He's one of the most trusted talent evaluators out there. And he's been doing it since he was an AAU basketball coach. Yeah. And the, the fact that he knows the AAU system, he was a basketball coach. So he has that kind of mind. He was, he's been with Syracuse. He knows the college systems as well. He kind of fits everything that I think I would be looking for for a decision maker. He knows the process. He's been there, done that. He's learned on, under a great GM. And, and really, I mean, you look at Oklahoma City, they were 40 and 24 last year before COVID stopped the season. 40 and 24. This is a team that just lost Paul George, Russell Westbrook, has traded away, you know, has gotten rid of James Harden, Kevin Durant gone, and this has not derailed this team. The Oklahoma yeah. City Thunder has 10 straight winning seasons. So they've built something. They've built yeah. something more than just talented players but on top of that he brings in talent right. so so I, i'm really excited and, about this and honestly the, i'm i'm glad that you guys can kind of talk me into it because honestly I, I i read these quotes i heard it i heard the press conference and i'm like like no like i'm seeing 
like it, the fact that he doesn't say rebuild scares the crap out of me because I feel like this every like we finally like uh, Ed Stefanski and, and Tom Gores finally admitted yes we need a rebuild we finally need a rebuild we're getting rid of Andre Drummond we're going to get rid of everything that we have that that is an asset at least go- during this season and rebuild this organization and now all of a sudden we got someone in there that's leading it that's not saying the word rebuild and I'm I know it's probably just tongue-in-cheek here but it's just yeah. it scares me that they like, admit to the rebuild be okay with the rebuild you can st- you like a rebuild is not five years it doesn't have to be five years but it can be two <laughs> I but wish, I wish admit that it's a rebuild counting how many times he said the word <laughs> well, rebuild I know right <laughs> I, I think you're way too hung up on the word I know I, I, yeah yeah. I, I figured that. I mean, I, I and I think he just thinks too. Like there are a couple pieces that are in Detroit that you can build build off of, and I think the the restor the idea of restoration is is I guess I would disagree with the car thing. It, it, it kind of like what Micah said. It means to bring it to its former glory. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. I just looked up the definition, but uh, like so, I, yeah, I get your point. He, he's really calling out the tradition that Detroit has. For basketball, yes, correct. The okay. bad boys, yeah. the you know, oh four, really the oh eight or right. nine Pistons. Yeah, yep. yeah. That and he, like... That's what he's restoring. He's restoring the classic um, expectations of the great city of Detroit and, okay. and, and the fans in the state. Yeah, and I, I wasn't sure if I was just like, yeah. So I, I think you guys but, talk, talked me into the thing that I was getting hung up on, and, and I, I wrote it down as maybe I'm getting hung up on this. Yeah, yeah. And I get it if I am, but it's like. Just say the word rebuild, please. But here's the <laughs> Just thing. Say it, but here's the here's the thing, though. I think there is a difference. If he came in last year with Andre Drummond and Blake Griffin and Reggie Jackson and all these guys that they still had on the roster, if he that's when you start rebuilding. If, if in that sort of scenario, you would have to decide whether you're going to rebuild or you're going to move forward with this team. The decision was made before he got there. We traded Drummond. We traded Reggie Jackson. Let him go, Reggie yeah, Jackson. We, we got rid of our entire team of the past. So, you know, that experiment didn't work. Let's move on. They've already set a path forward. We have some pretty good talent and some young guys on the team yeah. mixed with two veterans, really just two. But, I mean, Christian Wood came out of nowhere. He's an asset that everybody's talking about you gotta right now. you got to keep him, though. Yeah, you got to keep him, sign him, and then, and then if the time comes. But what I really, really like, and again, I'll go back to the talent evaluator. This guy yeah. knows and, and has proven himself to be able to, to take a collection of players and piece them together and know the best way to do that for the basketball team to make them successful. And that's what right now, when we have these young guys, Bruce Brown even, does he fit on this team? I don't know, but I want a real GM and a real talent evaluator who's done it in the past to make that decision. If he falls within a team, I'd, I'd, I'd love to have Bruce Brown around. If not, right now is the time to get rid of him. All right. You know, if Luke Kennard, if he's a real leader, if he's somebody we can build around, I want somebody who knows what they're doing making that decision. All right. So that wasn't the only thing that kind of was a red flag to me. So another another thing, basically Ed Stefanski came out and said, hey, if we were completely healthy and we didn't have these injuries and all everything fell into place, we were, we were on track to be a sixth seed. And that right there is like, okay, is that your goal? Is that good enough? Like I'm, I've said this for years. Like just making the playoffs in the NBA is not enough because just making the playoffs, if you're on the wrong side of home court advantage, you are not – contending for an NBA championship. Period. End of story. You're not. So a six seed, in my in my opinion, I, I would much rather be top five 
odds in the lottery than being a six seed in the playoffs, personally. Because I like, I mean, just like he said, he wants he wants to bring it back to the glory of of the bad boys, of the going to work pissings, all of those things. Well, you're not going to do that being a six seed year in and year out. You're not you're going just to in limbo at because that point. I mean, even looking at like what what how the Oklahoma City Thunder did it, it's they did it through the draft, starting with Durant. And then they drafted Harden, or maybe it was Russell Westbrook first, and then Harden. I don't remember. They had uh, Ibaka as well, right? He was part of the, the, yeah, all of this. It's like, look, they did it through high draft. I don't think Ibaka was a high draft pick. I I could be wrong. But they built through top five picks. Well, you're not going to get a top five pick getting swept out of the first round of the playoffs every year in and year out. So if that is their goal, if they're like, hey, you know, we're actually where we want to be. We're going to be in the playoffs. We're going to be a sixth seed. Oh, good. Well, six seed's just as bad as an eight seed. You have zero chance of winning an NBA championship. Yeah, but that's the way the NBA is right now. But I, I, they're also one player away at that point from making a difference. If you're a six seed and you're competitive, which the six seed in the East, I, I'll admit, you know, would not be going anywhere because you're going to be playing a really, really good top three team. But the Pistons last year matched up better against the Raptors than any other team in the playoffs. They just did because the Raptors couldn't handle the, the inside. And they, they went 4-0 and against the Raptors in the regular season. I, again, regular season, I get it, Kawhi Leonard. They wouldn't have beaten them, but they matched up well. So if you were to, to take a t- team like that and not go against the Bucks in the first round, it could look a lot different. And we all basically agreed that this team was going to be a 6-8 to eight seed contender. We knew that going into the season. It was really about trying to get people in the arena – a brand new arena that is yeah. empty every single night yep. and trying to give something back to the city. So they had something to root for and they just didn't have it. And it was time to move on. Injuries kind of forced their hand. All right. One quote that I wanted to read here. Uh, he said, my last 12 years in, in OKC, uh, we just build it from the ground up. My skills and my talents and leadership and training I've had with the jazz and thunder actually made this a great fit for myself. And I thank God the Pistons saw it the same way. Um, there were some more quotes in there where he brought up surge forward and restored. I think we already beat that dead horse. I don't want to get into that. Um, no pun intended with the Pistons, though. Like the hmm. horse, right? They had a horse on there. Sure did. At one point, that's true. Uh, was, that yeah. was, we talked about that. I think that point. made a list recently. Mm. Yeah. Good one. All right, real quick. I'm just gonna do a quick sim for the NHL draft lottery. Ooh. And the Red Wings are third. So we moved up a spot. Hey. The Canadians got one. They moved up seven spots. The <laughs> New York Rangers moved up 11 spots. Have you have you looked at this guy? Say, this is ridiculous. Have you looked at this Tim dude? <clears throat> yes, he, I've heard good things, but we'll get into that at a different. One, once we know where the One day ready. we're going to have to do the top four just to know. Yes. Oh, I guess Once we know where the, where the Red Wings land. We're going to know on Friday. Yes, right. Friday is the. Never mind. So scratch it. Okay, so. Going back to the Pistons, I want to talk about a little bit of the current roster. I have a quote here by uh, uh, Weaver. He said, you have two veteran big-time players that are looking to restore their – man, that stinking restore word um, – their careers with Blake Griffin, who is a perennial all-star, and Derek Rose. Uh, both guys have had some injury history, and they're looking forward to building their careers back. Uh, that stood out. And we're excited to get them healthy and help us moving forward. Uh, the second piece is the young players on the roster: Sacred Mboya, Luke Kennard, Bruce Brown, and Svi McCulloch. And Christian Wood. Svi. 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 McCulloch. McCulloch. Well, yeah. there you go. We'll cut that <laughs> out. He's good. Um, he said, "We feel like we have a good mixture of young guys." 
with those two staples to start. Okay, so now let's talk about that. Is Blake Griffin... I want to focus on Blake Griffin. I get... I mean, Derrick Rose, I think you're going to bring him in, obviously, next year. I think he has one year left on his contract, if I'm not mistaken. So he's going to be a trade pace. He is not a building block unless you plan on winning a championship next year, which you freaking earned. Um, so I want to focus on, on Blake Griffin a little bit more. He's got a couple more years, I think, to his deal that... Right, like he has, I think two more years. Is that correct? I think he's got his and player, a, a player option. option. Is that the the? I think he's got next year and a player option. Okay, so two years. so what we're hearing here is this actually just GM speak? Like, hey, I'm not going to badmouth my quote unquote stars, or does he really think that these guys are building to what he wants them to be? Can because this I, is concerning to me. But go, yeah, go. So take it where you want. I, well, I I really think it's both. I think. As a coach and as a GM, you need to develop human beings. You need to develop character. You need to develop and teach these guys how to be pros. If you have none of that and you have an entire roster full of 18-year-old kids, we have seen that time and time again. You can get a roster of 18-year-old kids that don't ever live up to any kind of potential. So I think he's excited to have the veterans to make that kind of a point. And and both veterans, by the way, Derek Rose and Blake Griffin, they're, they're... Big time pros, like they know what they're doing. They care about winning. You, if they lose, they're not happy. You see it all over their face. And I think that's a, a really good way to, or a really good example for your team to build something that you're trying to do. Especially because, again, these guys are talking about character and and building a culture inside of that organization. And that's how you do it with the right guys in the locker room. So I think that is important. And Helping the organization could also mean being traded at some point to collect exactly. assets. Yeah. That, that's where I really look at those two guys. That's where you're going to get their value going into the, the last year of their contract, <laughs> potentially the second last year of the contract. It's like if you can find a way to flip these guys and bring in draft pick, like that's where I see the value of it. But I get what you're saying. I, I brought it up when we talked about Eisenman. It's like bring in someone that knows how to be a pro yep. for these young guys, for the true rebuild. Like that's what you need to do. And I look, you're, you're probably right with that. But – I also see a much shorter clock on that. It's going to be guys that you're going to look up to, look up to, and then see ya. They're gone. Now it's your job. Yeah. And that's a little bit more concerning in, in the NBA world to me. If that's, I mean, if, like, if I've, I'm, if, I, if I'm Siku Duboya, Duboya, yeah. That's it. Yeah. If, if, if I'm him, I would love, actually, if I'm the coach, I would love to put him against Blake Griffin every day in practice. Yeah. I would love for him to just be like, hey, Teach him, teach him how to body up, how to be strong. Like Blake Griffin could walk all over him anytime he wants. Not that he's more talented. Like Siku is really, really talented. He's a soft body at this point for an eighteen-year-old kid, even though he's he's actually pretty mature looking. He looks older than he really is, but he's still eighteen, or mm. or maybe he's nineteen now. I don't know. But last yeah. last year he was the youngest player in all of the NBA. Yeah. So I mean, this is a guy that you do want a mentor. You want somebody around that teaches him how to be not just like work hard, but like teach you how to work hard and how to get better. All right. You're not going to get anything for Derrick Rose either. Well, I you're think not going to trade Derrick pack- Rose and get a ton of package wise. I, I don't last think, year they would have. I don't think you're going there was to a get time, I think yeah. and it's, like you're not yeah. going to get a name, but you'll get draft picks. If yeah, if you where? if, if you, you take wanna, yeah you're gonna get a yeah. maybe a so then late is he round worth first having pick? in that maybe. locker room is it well, isn't he only like eight million or how much is he it, the cap hit the cap hit isn't big with him and cap no. space isn't an issue for the Pistons right now sure but I mean yeah, tons of money I, I don't want to worry like I I think you have to f- you have to get something for him at the deadline and 
Like, I, I don't know. As, as an, a, a package deal, put in Blake and Derrick Rose and take three bad contracts that everybody knows the weird trading numbers that NBA has to do, but then take some picks, like multiple picks, not just one first-round pick. Like take two or three and get creative with it and, and you because that's the way that you're going to build this. Is is not only not, – I'm not saying you're going to get a guy that's going to be a building block 27th overall in the draft, but if you have two or three extra picks, then you move up to get – who you want and when you're sitting in the eighth spot, you move up to get the fourth fourth overall pick. You, that that type of thing. You get who you want when as soon as you turn those players into quantity of picks that you can turn that into a quality pick. Is basically I, where I'm at. That rarely that happens doesn't happen. in the NBA. Yeah. Because there's That's two it. rounds, two picks every year. <clears throat> no, but no I'm telling you, you look at football, it happens all the time. There's eight 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 rounds. Seven. Base, seven rounds? Seven rounds in NFL. Really? Yeah. I don't remember. But but anyway, never watched the but end. I only there's so many one. trades in the in the <laughs> N- NBA. Like honestly, you watch the NBA draft and all yeah, right, the wh- Jazz I, picked this guy. Oh, but his rights were traded to that's Charlotte com- or right, whatever. But that's like, different than what so you're confusing. describing, where you have three picks and then all of a sudden you're saying, "Oh, I want to trade these three no, low yeah. round for one high round." So, right. so correct that me if I'm wrong, but there's a rule that you can't trade your first first round pick two years in a row. So what you do is you you get the twenty. 2021 pick, first overall, and then the 2023 pick, first overall, or first round, and a second round or something like that. That's what I'm talking about. It's like Then all of a sudden you turn, you know, you, you trade, let's say, let's use Oklahoma City Thunder, for example. It's like you trade Blake Griffin to them, and you have their first round pick for next year and the following year, or two years from now, and then you use that pick or your pick for the following. It, it gets goofy, but, I mean, there's so much moving in the NBA draft, so... It happens a lot. We, we did get three second-round picks last year with one of our trades, and then we traded one of them away, I think, right after that. Yeah, so, the, I mean, yeah. trades are – I mean, the picks move around so much. I, I, and that's the thing. You can hold the picks, but or, but you can't make them. So you might have three in the second round. You can only use two. or there's different, It is, it is that's funny. That's true, but, yeah. Um, they have some weird rules I, with that. I would never – even with what it is – I think, and I think Ryan said this earlier, with Blake has one more year. A player option, right? And then a player option after that. Or yeah, sorry, this year. That's what. Sorry, yep. that's what I meant. I the cap is wide open for them. I would not trade the two of them for three. How many? How many rounds are in the NBA? Two. That's just two. I wouldn't trade it for three second round picks. Yeah. I would trade him for anything. Honestly, I guess that's where we would differ. Like, yeah. I, it, I would it, rather trade him than and I think let that him is expire. more of an NFL. Mentality. I don't. Yeah. And that's where you you just got to decide if the if the players on your team right now are worth grooming. If yeah. if Blake isn't helping any of these guys, sure, get rid of him. If he's got bad attitude, yeah, absolutely, get anything you can oh, for, for him. sure. But for if sure. he's being the mentor that he could be for these younger guys, that's not. I, I we don't know that. We're not in the locker room, so we don't know that kind of dynamic. But if it would tear the team apart to see your leader go, then that's not worth it for a second round or, or a future second round pick. One thing I do think is interesting is the difference with Oklahoma City being a small market team because these GMs that come out of small market teams tend to have really good success when they move to a larger market, and Detroit is a larger market yeah. than yeah. Oklahoma City. It's probably about a top four market in the NBA. Is that four, right around there? Four maybe? might be I guess, I mean, when you have high. two – You have top ten. Top two 10, NHL yeah. – or sorry, two New York teams – you have two LA teams, two so yeah, so the, teams. a Chicago, Chicago team, so yeah, yeah, probably seven, Boston. yeah, seven, yeah, eight. Yep, they're they're. I mean, they're definitely in the top ten, though. I would say, 
Uh, we should actually look that up. So too. I just looked up, uh, sorry, his contract. So uh, 2020, 21, so that's next year. His option is 2021, 20, 22, and then he's an unrestricted free agent. So, yeah, we, we had that right on. Yeah. Perfect. Who was that? Thirty. Blake? Yeah, Blake, and he has a 38. So starting. It just seems, it sounds like so much money. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he's 30, it is so much he's money. He's $36 million uh, base it. salary, and then 38 for his player option. Then that's when he becomes an unrestricted free agent. If I was him, I'd just retire and go golf. You know? I know, right? Heck yeah. yeah. I'd play one year and yeah. be done. Another <laughs> knee surgery? No thanks, I'm golfing. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> yeah, right. Adios. <laughs> he sounds excellent. Um, so, so, yeah, so let's look at the money. We're, the sorry, Troy Weaver is going to have about thirty million dollars to work with in cap space. Do we want him to spend it, or do we want him to to hold on to it? I'm curious, you guys. Thought. I know I have mine, but I'd like you to go first if you. Okay. Yeah, I I don't think you spend it right now, es- especially in this COVID climate, as people say. Uh, well, that's a good point. Climate. Yeah, don't don't do it. There's so much uncertainty. Why would you give up the money that that would cost the organization just to go spend money when you're not going to win? And and I want the money to go towards winning, and we're not we're not in the place to win. I don't want to even try to win. Let's yeah. just let's groom what we have. Let's keep adding to what we have, and let's evaluate what we have, and hold on to that money so that when a second wave or third wave and the and a media hypes it up <laughs> way too yeah. much, then like maybe I shouldn't go there. But no, either way, good. like even if it's true or not, they're gonna they're gonna hype it up. And at that point, when they're not allowed to make money again, we have a little bit of cushion. Yeah. No. So, I, then, so then we don't turn into a small market. Team. I, I completely agree with you. And and not only that is like for the COVID, all that, all that stuff. But I mean, what the cap space gives you that that option is you are a team that you can trade to. Yeah. So you can take bad contract X, Y, and Z for draft pick A, B, and C. Yep. And that's, so that's exactly how you you start really truly rebuilding this team Expiring without blowing contracts. it up. Expiring yeah. contracts is massive. And then if you don't have the cap space, you can't trade a Blake Griffin. Yep. You can't trade like you have to have all of that flexibility and that's what he has and I hope he doesn't get tempted by the fruit of another <laughs> by with with all of these like unrestricted free cuz there's some there's some free agents that that will be some big names out there. Yeah. That would get people excited. That would get people in the seats. That would fit with next year's team, Derrick Rose, Blake Griffin, all of the excitement. But I still caution. Like it's just We're, be it's, patient. It's too early. You We're gotta not, be patient. We just turned into the worst team in basketball. Let's enjoy it for a little while, <laughs> right? I like that. That's yeah. good. Can, yeah. All right, so we're about to cut this segment, but can we just do one more sim? I know it wasn't do part that. of the deal, but you got something, Ryan? No. no I. The, <laughs> all right, we're doing another sim. What? Well, oh, the, you're the last. Laughing no, I mean the last point I want to bring up. And oh it's just, yeah, it's just real life. Like I brought up COVID. The the other thing is this social justice. Um, you know, African American Black Lives Matter thing going on too. I think it's a big deal that we just got an African-American GM and we have an African-American coach. I think it's a really, really good thing, and I'm talking respect from the players-wise. Sure, yeah. I think the players will look at Detroit and they will say, Detroit is a place to go because they, they're doing it the right way and I respect the organization in their direction. Yeah, I th- I think 100%. It's, I think it's big for the organization. I, I, don't, I think he's the right man for the job. I don't care what color skin he has, but I'm saying in the climate that we're in right now, I think it's a good move. Yeah. Yep. Quick sim. Oh. I shouldn't have gone there. All right. Red Wings. They got the the fourth overall fourth. pick. Yeah, they're gonna get the fourth. You they're know they're gonna, gonna get, get the fourth. fourth. Miami. Uh, uh, South Beach. Bringing the heat. Uh. 
This is the Will Smith episode is what we're rolling with. This isn't the song we were thinking about, but uh, we had to jump in there pretty quick. Um, So the people, so we were just sharing with our Facebook audience here, but what we're going to do is we're going to talk about, we're going to fill our banana boat. So that's four of our, of logos, sports team logos that we will never, ever rep in our life. And hopefully after our life as well, because we hate this team so much. Hopefully, whoever buries us would not bury us in these this apparel. Oh, that gives me an idea, though. But we do have a, a little surprise, and I uh, a little surprise for the, for you guys as well. Um, but what I want to do is is I want Ryan. I want you to start us off with with you fill your banana boat. Just of, all four, right away. Well, you can explain them. But yeah, like let's do all four, and then you yeah. get your little gift. I think you're gonna probably see a theme with mine yeah. quickly here. Um, number one, Ohio State. Yeah, that's yep. a, <laughs> that's one that I know is on my it's list. It's probably gonna be uh, universal popular. here, yeah. uh, for obvious reasons. Number two, Cleveland Indians. Oh, really? Yeah, can't stand another Ohio Indians. team. Yeah. Oh, well, maybe you're catching on already. I'll just go to number <laughs> three. Uh, the Cleveland Cavaliers. Oh, really? Oh, well, you didn't like LeBron, so I get that one. I don't like the Cav- I, I've never liked the Cavaliers. Anything to do with LeBron or the Cavaliers, yeah, just won't do it. Number four. This is going fast. Is this too fast that or no? F- was that three or four? Yeah, three. Ohio State, the Cleveland Indians, oh, yeah. and the Cavs. Number four. Can you guys guess? My, uh, my, kids, my kids reading Is it that. going to be Ohio? Is it Ohio, Ohio related? Yeah, for sure. The Browns. Yes, Cleveland, oh, the Cleveland Browns. Browns. There you really? go. Cleveland, you suck it. Yep. Yeah. All right. Well, suck it, all right. Cleveland. So, the, so the little surprise here. It's a Cleveland. Yeah. Ryan, Ryan can pick from any of those three. Oh, I can pick. Yeah, whatever one you want. Don't open it yet. Just, just pull are, it up. Are they all on the, the same table. size or no? They're all. Those three are the same size. Yeah. Just grab one. Don't open it yet, though. Don't just pull it up on the table. All right. So basically, <laughs> I, get it. I don't know if anybody. So this is a non-sponsored plug. Um, uh, Forty-seven is is a, a hat brand, and they have this fun little mystery box that they do. Um, so you basically, so f- oh. it's probably more for like hat enthusiasts. That's far from what we are. We all like hats, but um, so you just say, "This is my size hat. This is the style hat I want. Give me a hat." Out of your inventory, they grab it, they box it, and give it to you. It's a little di- little bit of a discount, but that's what we did. So you guys gave me your sizes, and we did four orders of this mystery 47. It's going to be Ohio State or Cavs, I know it. Yeah, <laughs> Dude, I don't know. I don't know. I know one hat, and it's Kyle's. But I'm not. Um, so, Ryan, I, wa- I want you to open up your hat. Oh, open it right now? I thought we were going to do it all together. No. Do, oh, or you want to do it together? Should we do it together? Yeah, let's do it together. All right, put it back. That's yours, though. Just don't forget that. All right, Kyle, you're next, buddy. Share, share with. Okay. okay. Yeah, share with it. Share the um, share with the audience. I didn't realize Just it was like. Just put it back in the bag, Ryan. You're peeking. Try to find some colors. It Stop was like peeking. people, or it was. Yeah, I guess I didn't go full teams. You hate. Um, I did a little differently as well. Okay. Yeah. Because. Put okay, I'm gonna start in, with. No, I'm gonna start that with one that won't matter to anybody here. Used bag. Uh, Chelsea. Chelsea. An Arsenal fan. That's I don't know Chelsea. One. That's not number one. That's number four. <laughs> what does so, she look like? Oh, so that's a team yeah. you, you well, hate. A, yes, you that's a team You want to put I Chelsea hate. on your head? No, no. It's <laughs> <laughs> <What>? <laughs> no, I don't really know any Chelsea's. Um, good joke. Uh, I thought it was pretty good. Ohio State, number two. I all don't right. like Ohio State at all. 
Numbers okay. don't matter. No, no particular mine order. Mine does. Ooh. Well, my number one does. Okay. <laughs> no, it's um, me. Yeah, Boston. Num- I wouldn't say that. Only number one does. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, let's go to number one. <laughs> I shouldn't have done no, <laughs> So my number two is that I wouldn't... It's not so much because of a hatred thing, but it's uh, Michigan. University of Michigan. Yeah. I just wouldn't wear the hat. I just wouldn't because I'd have to answer so many questions. I'd have to. I hear you there. Um, yeah, it'd be tough. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's not like I don't. I have a great respect for the university, of course. Um, but yeah. Yeah. I wouldn't wear the hat. I All know right. That. So that was your number two. Uh, number one, Boston Red Sox. Boss. Oh, that's, that's just a, a waste. Yeah. That makes sense. I, that, I, that almost makes sense. Went, I almost went Red Sox, too. All right. I'm really so, glad to hear that. Yeah. So for size purposes, you got your. I knew which one was yours, and I put it in a very special bag. Oh, good grief. So don't open it yet. We'll We'll open them a little bit later, but that one is yours. The U of M bag. And then, Micah, do you want to go or do you want me to go? I'll go. All right, go for it. So I think the the clear-cut easy one is Ohio State. No way am I ever going to wear that till the day I die. I don't like that. It's It's just not going to work. We'll go with... Alabama after that. Okay? That was high on my list, yeah. Okay, I mean, I, the colors I don't mind, but it's just Alabama. I ain't wearing it. Yeah. Just not going to happen. Um, Pittsburgh Penguins. All right. Doesn't work for me. Too many color schemes. I think we went through this a couple yeah, weeks ago. Yeah, we did talk about all the <laughs> colors. but. And uh, it's going to be a little bit of a sore subject for Kyle, but yeah. I'm not going to wear a Yankees hat anytime soon. No. All right. Michael Workham, I just commented the same thing. Yeah, so he said, what, what did he say? Ohio State one, Yankees two, third Cowboys, and fourth is the Bulls. The Bulls. That, that's a yeah, that's a good list. I thought you I, guys I would agree would, with that list. That's a good mix, actually. Yankees too, almost man. made my list, but they didn't make mine. Oh, I thought all three of you would have Yankees. I, no. you, I was most unsure about Ryan, but I thought for sure. I knew. I thought for sure you two would. I <laughs> they made my honorable mention for sure. Um, <laughs> But do we have any other comments that we wanted to hit? Is anybody else out there that's watching on the Facebook? Penguins. Penguins so we had a Penguins yeah, on one. there. Uh, Coach Jay's watching. Coach Jay, I want to know what you wouldn't wear because you wear so many different things. He's got his own brand now, right? Coach Jay does? I think so. He I probably does. saw that. Yeah. Jay Money. All right, so, Micah, this is your bag. Ryan's going to hand it over to you. Don't open it yet. Excellent. No peeking either. Perfect. We'll open them all up at the end. I hope people start commenting so uh, we can make, make this sure segment last. That's visible. Um, so for for me, it, and it's it, it hits really personal. Like Adrian College, I know it's really random. They beat us in a national championship when I played hockey at really low, 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 low level college hockey. They beat us in a national championship, and I'll never forget it and forgive it basically. So I will never wear Adrian College. Um, number two. On my list, no particular order. Ohio State, I think that that's just a given for everybody outside of the state of Mich- Ohio, right? Nobody will wear Ohio State outside of the state of Ohio. Why I'm would convinced, you? Unless you, unless you came from there, which I feel very sorry for you yeah, guys. Yeah, it's too Still bad. mistake. Um, it's too bad. Before I get into number three, I'm going to do a quick sim <laughs> of the easy, NHL easy draft <laughs> NHL draft lottery. Quick sim on Tankathon. Like, Red Wings got the first overall pick. No just want to throw that out there. So hey. I don't they, buy it. That's their first one of the day. We've it. done this every segment <laughs> so far. So um, uh, Next is basically Chicago anything. I hate the city of Chicago. You got to pick one. Blackhawks. I, okay. I would I would stick with the Blackhawks. Then I would probably go so Blackhawks number one. Cubs number two. Oh. oh. 
Bulls number three and White Sox number four. Really? That's where I would kind of go with that. Wow. Like, no bears? Oh, I didn't even think of the bears because they don't mean <laughs> They're anything. forgettable. Yeah, I would never wear bears That's either. True. They're <laughs> forgettable. They're 1A, 1B. I don't know. doesn't matter. Um, so that is my uh, third one. And then my fourth, I, I went with the Green Bay Packers. I hate the Packers. And honestly, I would have gone more hockey teams. But, but I have two sons. They're both going to make the NHL. I'm convinced of it. Or – even the MLB, I don't know. So I didn't want to throw any go. of those teams under the bus, and and because I'll wrap with they're one, they're both going to make they're going to be the first, both of them, the first and second ever, shortstop second base combo. Yeah, and then left or, wing, right or wing, red left wing, right <laughs> wing. <yeah>. Both. <laughs> they're going to be both. <laughs> so I'm not going to I'm not going to kill is Jordan, that. Is Jordan a lefty or is he righty? <laughs> He's a righty. Oh, okay. And Easton's a lefty. Perfect. But. So that is, well, that's my banana boat. Did we have any more comments that, that people are going to? Ohio State seems to come up a lot. The Ducks. The Ducks. That's yeah. a ri- like oh like just, m- the just Mighty Ducks. Or are we talking Oregon Ducks? Kerry what said, kind I of ducks are we talking about, they look, Kerry? They're dumb looking. Yeah, and you know what? Actually, that's an interesting point because all of mine were like hatred based, like just Ohio. Yeah, in Cleveland specifically, <laughs> right? Yeah. Just Ohio, basically. But like, There's a lot of hatred from. Yeah. <laughs> See, when it comes to professional sports, like <laughs> I hate Chicago more than Ohio. I'm, I'm the opposite. It's like Chicago. Yeah, I mean, they're a bigger market. Yeah, I get. I get why they're why they're good. I like Jordan growing up and stuff. So I mean, Oregon Ducks, Ohio though they're, they're, the state's just the worst state. It I is. mean, so Mike Workham has said he, he hates basically all the Cali colleges. That USC sucks. Yeah, yep. I hate USC. Yep. I think Cal. Cal has I a could pretty wear cool their, look. Their hats. And honestly, UCLA is not terrible. I kind of like their stuff too. And I, actually, my roommate it's, in college. And I don't went, hate him enough. I don't hate them enough to. To not wear it, yeah. Right. yeah. Really, I mean, really, when push comes to shove, I hate wearing anything other than what I love. So what's the so what's the stuff that you wouldn't wear because it just looks stupid? Ooh, it's just like the worst. Like the colors are bad and and the, the browns, the Diamondbacks. There you the go, the Diamondbacks. Browns. I don't browns. like the You don't like the Diamondbacks? No. Man, that's that's a really good question. Probably like the Coyotes, like back in the day. Yeah. Yeah, they're oh, it's like their weird, 90s. Yeah, Ugh. like you can find better better Ni- 90s well, Pistons. You, you know, that you know it was yeah. bad, and it's yeah. still kind of bad. The Seahawks. I mean, you remember the I 90s Seahawks? Old. It was like yeah. royal blue and like grass green, yeah. and then silver. Seahawks are are just ugly. Yeah, I would never wear a Seahawks. Thank you for pointing that one out to me. I would never wear the Seahawks. No. It's not my my banana boat, but that's definitely one I would never never ever wear. Um, <laughs> Mike so we have a said Northwestern. Northwestern. So, oh really? He North he West did State. go to Michigan, so he's yeah yeah. All right, all right. So I want Kyle to open his first. I don't know why, because I know what it is, and it's yeah. not as big of a surprise. Yeah. So I can keep <laughs> this is, It is for him, though. <laughs> yeah, right. Wait, yeah, right. Who, yeah, can I be surprised? Yeah. No, who packaged no. these? I did. I packaged them, but I did it like not even looking. I pulled them out of the box, wrapped them in, in paper, oh, and put them in. Okay. All Honestly, right. I don't know any of the other ones other than Kyle's. All right, should we do this? Yeah, just do the hat. There's another little gift in there for you, but that's that, don't worry about that. It's black. All right, what do we got? Show it. Make sure you show the audience too. Oh, come on! Isn't that sweet. a good one? I knew oh, as soon as you got on. that one, it'd be like, man, now that, lucky that, guy for real. This is on the list of the greatest hats. Yes. we would all probably put on. <laughs> Heck there, yeah, right? that is good. Make sure. Did he show that? Did yeah. he show them? So we got an American flag. Explain to him what it is a little bit. It's all black. Let's see. Who, what was, sorry, what was the name of the company? You just said 47. Yeah, right? 47. 47, yeah. No, it's nice. All black, kind of a murdered out American flag. Um, oops, that was kind of loud. <laughs> um, yeah, I love it. Yeah. 
I, th- I think that's a hat that you're going to wear a lot. I will actually wear this. Yeah. <laughs> right? Like, I was like, dang it. He got a good one. <laughs> Hopefully nobody else gets a good one. You were I, hoping so much I was, for Boston. I was, <laughs> yeah, when, when you said Boston, I was or I was thinking Michigan. That's why I gave you the Michigan bag. I wanted you yeah. to wear Michigan. No, that's but. fair. All right, who wants to go next? You guys want me to go next? Yeah, you, yeah, yeah. you go. All right, I'm going to go ahead. next. Put it on, Kyle. You got to put it on. That's what I'm doing. I'm going to take my hat off. Sorry to Hops. The hat is off for the rest of this episode because I'm going to put this one on. Betrayal. That's what it's going to be. All right, I see black. He'll put it back black, on. And I see nothing. It is. It's a black hat. A, it's blue. <laughs> it's literally a blank hat. What? What's the side of it say? Or just 47? 47. <laughs> it is what? a blank hat. Who's number 47 in anything? <laughs> oh, Go. Good point. See, this, Jake Ryan this from actually Michigan. fits perfect for what I I will actually wear this hat now. Yeah, it's if a it Jake was Ryan hat. Anything else? All right. There has to be a story behind a blank hat. Like, I got to look into this. Dun, dun, dun. I don't know if I'm happy about it or if I'm okay with it. I are, really, are we I really all going to get, like, blank one. hats? If, if we're, if we're all going to end up with blank hats, it's going to be a problem. If we get blank hats, I'm gonna be ticked. I'm gonna wear my blank hat every day. In 2020, this is actually a good looking hat. It's just blank. Yeah, like, it's that's nice. not me. This looks like something J- hey, Chip Gaines would wear. You know what? Before he was sponsored oh, by his classy. own company. It, <laughs> it looks like a state of my sports logo would go on there very nicely. Ooh, there you go. Oh man, dang! I was gonna say in 2020, yeah. it's not going to offend anyone. We know that. <laughs> yeah, that's a well, great point. It is blue. Well, I don't know. 47, this, it, 1947 true. was a bad year. Maybe actually a good year. Made it up. <laughs> good year for Israel. <laughs> Why don't you go, Ryan? <laughs> How do you know that? Why don't you go, Ryan? Come on, I know that. <laughs> oh, all right. All right, here we go. All right, here we go. It's it's literally just a blue hat. Yeah. <laughs> like, how weird is that? Brittany all right, Ryan. Said, Brittany said, I show like everybody it. what it's you got. Blue. No <laughs> way. <laughs> he got the same one. As yes. <laughs> nice. Wow. <laughs> Forty-seven really dropped the ball on this shit. What, what if he gets the same one as Sam? <laughs> <laughs> I'd be. I'm gonna Bottom of the barrel. Him. They're yeah. just like, uh, what do we have left? <laughs> yeah. What we, do we have four hats left. <laughs> Uh, or even better, we all get the American flag and Sam gets <laughs> a blue. blue. <laughs> you just get a blue random hat. When I, when I heard you got this hat, I'm like, I'm super jealous. <laughs> I did tell Ryan earlier. Oh, is okay, it, is yeah. it the exact same hat? It's exactly it the same. It's exactly, exactly, exactly the same, exactly the same, the same. Hat. Yeah. That is hilarious. You lucky guys. All right, Micah, you're next. And actually, I know the color of your hat. I remember seeing a color after I wrapped it in paper. So there's Micah's a going to ch- be Ohio State. <laughs> yeah, I know. Oh, it's, no. It's got the right color. <laughs> what? I'm, Who knows, what dude? We'll see. On. If it's Ohio State, I'm going to lose my mind. What is it? What is it? What is ah! it? Just a blank red hat. Oh, oh my gosh. We could have got that. <laughs> no way. Oh. That's probably, like, if it didn't make your top four, but that has to be up on the list of what? <laughs> oh, my God. That's so funny. Yes, I'm so glad somebody got something like that. God. Put it he, on. He got. We got one on the list. We got it one. Was on it was list on my list. list and and we got. Yeah. All right, perfect. That is exactly what I wanted. <laughs> what Ryan is happening? happening? You gotta Ryan wear is my replacing guy. an American flag hat with an American. <laughs> oh. <laughs> and Mike is replacing a Tiger's hat or replacing yeah, yeah, a Red Sox hat. He's putting. Jarrett just he just went six to midnight. Jarrett oh, just went six man. to midnight for <clears> sure. <throat> On that one, but Bob and Karen said they wanted you to get a Packers hat. The, oh man, <laughs> if I got a Packers hat, that thing would have went sailing into the pool. Nope, you would have had to wear it. I would have had to wear it. it. I would have put you it. You make on. us wear it. We got it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right, <laughs> Micah, you look good in a Boston hat. No. 
No. That was that was I look, so awesome. Hat with I look good in red with the with the tigers. Like red uh, wings, red. Yeah, that's true. He's got the tigers hoodie on with the Boston hat. Same <laughs> <laughs> so it. Well, that, that that was just something fun that we wanted to do. Just kind of fill our banana boat with hats that we would never wear. Luckily, none of the hats on our list made it to our heads. That's that's a positive. But uh, it was also just kind of a. a Thank you guys. It's just a goofy little hat that you guys. Yeah, thank you. Get, I'm gonna wear this hat every day. Yeah. yeah. Before before know, we right? before we cut the recording, I do still want to do want to sim simulate the lottery here for the Red Wings again one more time. Yep. Then Tank Hey, they got the first overall pick again. This has been the best segment hey. of my life. Yeah, will it we happen? Got two, two in simulations, a row, right? two in a row, first overall pick. This is good. This is looking really good. We got Chicago. They moved up seven spaces to get the number two pick. The Ducks moved up two, and then Ottawa got the fourth. Drums, please. This is Will Smith's episode. Hopefully he listens. Hey, Will, share it with some friends. Help us grow our audience. All of your Michigan friends. Yeah, tell Jaden to friend. Yeah. Tell Jaden to do it. <laughs> yeah, to share. He'll probably he'll have more probably followers. He'll, he'll probably figure out how to do that. I don't even know how to do that. Um, so I do. I share all the time. Some really big news happened since we started recording. I mean, how long ago? Probably six hours ago. Um, the MLB is back. Yeah. So it's been it's been a brutal battle here between the MLB and the Players Association. They've been going fighting over. I mean, they're basically fighting over pennies. At this point, and and they they missed out on more money than they would have gotten, basically. <laughs> by by why this is a little this, surprising, yeah, right? I right, mean, like, came out of nowhere. Yeah, I honestly didn't expect it to happen. So basically, for for the people that have missed it, it's been battle after battle, negotiations between the players' association, and the owners of sixty games. No, we want a hundred games. No, we want a hundred percent of our prorated salaries. No, we we want to do ninety eight percent of it. So it's just a lot of Stuff that doesn't matter to the everyday person here. Yeah. Um, or that upsets them with the amount of money we're talking <laughs> yeah, about. Right. Yeah, right. Um, but anyways, it sounds like they finally agreed. So basically, so it wasn't an agreement, actually. So MLB Players Association declined the final offer by the MLB owners. And what that did is it put the ball in the, the owner's court and be like, okay, commissioner, you have the opportunity here to to enforce it. We already agreed on March, I want to say it was March 26th, but that's probably just the Red Wings Avs fight that bounces in my head. But anyways, uh March 26th they agreed to uh fully like prorated salaries uh and figure out how many games we can play from then on. They agreed to that when this whole thing hit the fan and that's kind of what they went back to. And now the MLB is kind of implementing their thoughts and what they want because they basically they can demand it. And they're saying, this is what you're doing, and you're going to do it. Either that or file a grievance. It sounds like the MLB Players Association agreed to what they proposed. So, Ryan, do, do you have a little bit more information of, of what we're looking at for MLB season here? Well, I mean, you already said the first part of it, right? 60-game season. Yep. So Major League and the Players Association reached an agreement Tuesday on the health and safety protocols for the 60-game uh, season. I think the important part of this is the safety protocols. Yeah, because uh, so th- they were basically forced. Like, you are going to do this. Like, you're going to play 60 games. This is the season that we're projecting, but we have to agree on the safety protocols. And that's really what hit the fan while we were recording was – 
hey, they agreed to the safety protocols, and we're it's should be smooth sailing in in my eyes. We'll yeah. we'll see. I mean. T- there's no smooth sailing in 2020, but no. is, there yeah. more, is there more information that you want to share here? Yeah, Ryan? so it looks like camps are going to open July 1st with the vast majority of teams staging camps at their home ballparks. Uh, and then due to the restrictions within the ballparks, they're going to be releasing this in three different phases, I guess, for for the spring, which is really summer, but the spring training aspect of this. So, so these players, I mean, they've been working out, yes, but they're not in game shape right now yeah there's no way pitchers are you know throwing 120 pitches or 110 pitches yeah, in true. game uh, mentality right now so there's th- a three-phase approach number one phase one players are divided into small groups around five people and assigned times and areas of the complex the second phase of spring training larger group workouts inter-squad games are permitted the third phase are the limited number of exhibition games, and so they will. There will be exhibition games from team to team, and we'll, they'll they'll probably keep that regional. So you know, Chicago will be in in Cleveland or whatever. You know, they're going to be playing with Detroit, yeah. so they don't have to travel and stay in the hotels as much. And, and that's and that's it. And they're they're starting that July first, and then it looks like the season is set to kick off. Either with opening day, either July 23rd or July 24th. <laughs> that's interesting. So we're talking about three weeks. They're, they have this three-phase approach, but that's three weeks of a spring training. I don't know how they're yeah. going to get through those phases in three that's weeks. That's the thing. So when you were reading that, I was thinking, so what, what's opening day, September 1? Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. No. Honestly, and, and, I, I hear it, and I'm like, all right, this is a chance for a slip-up. This is a chance for a slip-up. This is a chance. Like, I see so many roadblocks that is going to... Like, look, I'm a skeptic in when it comes to the baseball with the way that this this off season's gone and and all that is like, I'm still not convinced this is going to happen to be honest. But I just want to throw that out there. That's just my thought. Yeah, <laughs> like, when I when I react to these kinds of things, when I if I say like it's a good thing, I'm on the side of let's get games in. That's, yeah, that's the way I yeah. consider yeah. good. Yeah. Um. So I, the good thing I, I think is that Major League Baseball is one of the last sports to commit to something at this point. Yeah. Right. So yeah, since there's since there's precedent with our other uh, professional leagues, I think Major League Baseball will, will find a way to kind of power through this and keep the mo- the momentum going at this sure. point. Yeah. Because they can rely on saying, "Well, they're doing it. Well, they're doing it. They're getting ready. They're doing it." Yeah. You know. So I think I think I don't know what the fan situation and the, and they haven't talked about the fan situation as as a, like a guaranteed what's going to be going on with that right now which is good like i i hope they don't guarantee anything yeah because, I'm, i agree l- i mean yeah there, there's gonna be no fans for the month of august or, or sorry uh july yeah and so when july, it starts yeah the, july and august no fans but i don't want them to put us say yeah no fans in september like just play it by ear I, that's one thing that i'm really frustrated with all of these leagues are is everybody's like we're doing this until this time. No, just play it by ear. We're okay with playing it yeah. by ear. Look at the way we just lived our lives in Michigan. We've been playing it by ear for for who knows how long. Like, just tell us what we can and can't do. Just do that in sports, and I'm okay with it. Just don't tell me, hey, no, no fans in the NBA Finals. Like, why? That's three months from now. Yeah. Why are you predicting what's going to happen? You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like, crazy. and and I'm glad that they didn't bring that up. And I and I don't know if I just brought it to another level that wasn't part of it but like yeah good don't bring up fans at all like start with no fans that's perfectly fine i get it but don't put a restriction on it and be like yeah no fans all season don't do that right now that's the last thing i want to hear right but, yeah sorry mo- so w- was there any other info 
information. But yeah, go ahead. So so they're gonna. <laughs> I have a lot going on in my brain right now. I'm excited for baseball, but I'm nervous as heck right now too. So each team will face its divisional opponents 40 times, plus another 20 interleague games against their geographical divisional counterparts. So we're not we're not just saying that the AL is playing the AL in this situation. Okay. So there will be more interleague play with you know the Cubs, Tigers, you know closer. Regional Reds. aspects. Yeah, Reds probably. Yep, yep, yeah, exactly. Um, another unique one is that the the trade deadline is ending August 31st, so we're going to be less than Circle a month. It. Circle it. August 31st. Yes. Yeah. Who, who can we trade by then? That's what I'm Who's going to look good for three weeks <laughs> yes. and raise their stock? <laughs> Jordan Zimmerman might be healthy by then. Hey, man. <laughs> <laughs> he might oh. yeah. There's a really glorious. good chance. Like, just baby him, wrap him in bubble wrap, and <laughs> put him on the top shelf. That and actually is a terrible uh. thing for the Tigers, really. Because they <laughs> really? can't. Well, yeah, because they can't get their. their, their um, they, they're not going to get any standouts. They're not going to get anybody to like prove it for an extended period of time for for teams to buy in on yeah, that Yeah, but, but, but at the same time, I think you're going to run into a lot of desperate teams that are like, yep. hey, all of a sudden... I mean, let's, Max let's, Scherzer isn't playing, yeah. Yeah, maybe. I mean, one injury that's going to last three weeks could make or break a yeah. season. Uh, like, you, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah you might like, be so right. All of a sudden, Is Scherzer like, not like Scherzer, Like, all of a sudden, Scherzer goes down, and it's it's just an aggravated shoulder, and he's out three, two to three weeks. Well, they they can't survive two to three weeks without Max Scherzer. Let's yeah. just say that that's what goes in their head. Hey, we got Matt Boyd here sitting here. He's he's had a good bat. He's had good he's point. had really good. He's had two good starts. Like think about that. Jordan Zimmerman hasn't <laughs> hit the two starts. Remember that one time <laughs> where he struck out nine? <laughs> Pretty good, eh? You know, you can he look back at his <laughs> his one hitter against the White Sox nope. back in two thousand and eighteen or whatever. Well, like just remember that. Like that's where I feel like. I, I'm excited about that. Like the trade deadline, and and it's not even like the deadline at this point. I feel like you're gonna have teams buying way earlier because they're that desperate, and they cannot survive without a hitter for two weeks. They can't survive without their ace for two weeks. Like it is going to be interesting to see the way the teams respond to this. I'm very interested about that. Yes, and yeah, the next I, thing you know, you got the Tigers going on a five-game win streak and think they're going to compete, right? <laughs> like, that's, that's what I'm you, afraid though. of. <laughs> yeah, I'll be right on that, man. I'll be leading the charge on that. Like, let's buy at the deadline, <laughs> right? A keg, a keg of Kool-Aid in his new kegerator. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right? But so, th- so there's also – so we had uh, – sorry, I went to trade deadline, but you got Zimmerman, uh, Boyd, which will be on the block. Because Zimmerman's expiring, so someone might take it. You're not going to get a ton of value for him, but let's say he's possibly healthy. But you also have was it Shoop and uh, there was another John, Jonathan Shoop. Yep, and then signed. there was another another uh, CJ Crone is another one year deal. So it's like these guys like have a hot start. Yes, we'll <laughs> we'll trade you for something. But uh, let's stick stick to your brain, not mine here, because my brain's going everywhere. <laughs> Well, uh, thirty-man roster, thirty-man roster for the first two weeks, and then an optional taxi squad for the road games. Okay, so so, so it sounds like there's going to be a select number of people that are uh, probably up to thirty on road games as well. Or, yeah, I think so. Or or is it less players for road games? I'm not even. I'm not really sure. I'm not. I don't know what that actually means. Um, but I do want to get into the uh, team must designate. 60 eligible players to be part of a player pool for the 2020 season. And this means that there will be a 40-man roster, which we're all used to, plus yep. a 20 additional 
selections, or 20 additional players, and no club can exceed 60 players at any time, and inactive players not on a taxi squad that would stay at an alternate training site. So that's basically like these are the only guys you can call up. Yeah, they they're because they want to say if if we want to uh, have a 14 day period where we're going to be segregating people and quarantining them, we have to be able to bring up people that are outside of the 40 man roster because we can't limit this. Yeah. You know, we can't just be limited to a 40 man roster in case something happens. Yeah. You could be forced to play people that you didn't really really have. Yeah. So this is a, which we'll kind of get into that. 60 man basically for road games. It's a 60 man. Wow. Yeah, that is squad. going to be really interesting. And, and one be. thing that I'm I'm really curious about. So that I also and I don't want to jump over here, but NL is going to have a DH. You're going to have a lot of inner squad. Sounds like regionally, um, all of that. But I mean, NL DH changes things big time because you have NL teams that built to not have a DH that are like, whoa, we have an opportunity here to bring in a bat that. You know, fills a massive need. Unfortunately, the Tigers don't have a bat on the market that's like, here, take, take, take this guy. CJ Crone. CJ Crone could be that fit kind of that. guy. Yeah. yeah. Um, Miguel Cabrera could fit that. Not that I'm saying you want to. I want to trade Miguel Cabrera, but if he has a good start. You never know. But anyways, it's like there's going to be a lot of moves. So, uh, correct, correct me if I'm wrong. I thought I heard that the the roster freeze. So every team's been under a roster freeze since everything hit the fan, and I think that. Gets released this Friday, I believe, is is what I heard. I don't know if you have that. Don't quote me on that either. Maybe we'll run into it as I as have we, not read as that, we move yeah. through. But I, I mean, it'll be interesting to see how these NL teams um, adjust because they have a massive gaping hole right now in their roster. That's like, hey, we can fill this, and it's going to be good for our roster. Just something to throw out there. I don't want it to turn into a conversation unless you guys have something. But um, if you have more information, please please keep going. I, I would say the only other I'm thing, really giddy. I'm it, sorry. But I'm just like. <laughs> all, well, the players are also required to complete a COVID-19 educational program before arriving at spring training. Again, summer training, but in the spring. Or I mean in the summer for spring. Yeah. Anyways. The program includes watching an educational video and taking classes. <laughs> I would love to so, see that video. <laughs> yeah, so how many times can you teach somebody to Don't cough. wear a mask, <laughs> wash your hands. Don't sneeze. <laughs> right, yeah. And and tell people if you have symptoms. I th- one of the biggest which doesn't matter cuz the huge majority of them will be asymptomatic cases. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. I think one of the the most interesting things about going into this is how the the guys that still chew tobacco are going to handle this cuz I guarantee you're not going to be able to chew tobacco and spit. Like that oh, is I going guar- to be really I interesting. I guarantee you those people will find a way. They're not stopping. <laughs> yeah, they'll snus. Mm-hmm. They never right, have. How do you invest will. in NCAA, camel snus right now? <laughs> the non-spit tobacco you can just like hide and uh, oh, we can find a way. Yeah, we're gonna have to those invest. Guys, those guys have will to invest swallow in that. It. Yeah, right? they don't care. Yeah, they'll figure it out. But <laughs> their stomachs are fine. They'll yeah. Swallow. So so <laughs> let's turn it. O- sorry, but did did he have any more information that you wanted to hit on, or are we good with that? No, I think we're good. So um, kind of let's flip it over to to the Tigers. So, I mean, the Tigers are in a very unique situation. You have 60 games. Are you going to go on a nice hot start and contend to the, to the playoffs? Not. I mean, I kind of hope not as well, but at the same time, be exciting. So, so where are we at with this team? Are, are we going to see the? So, I'm I'm interested about the 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 uh, <laughs> the service time. I believe everybody's getting a year of service time here. Like it's going to count against them. I'm pretty sure. Um, but I mean. What happens with uh, 
Casey Mize. Are we losing a year of service time on this guy um, without him even playing minors? Like, what's going to happen? Casey Mize, uh, Tarek Skubal, uh Alex Fiedo, Matt Manning. Uh, there, there, there's others, like, prospects that are, like, right on the bubble of making the team and not. I mean, we have the roster set for the most part. So it's basically if we can trade some of these guys or if somebody gets hurt, who is getting called up? Are we going to see any of these guys pitch in this condensed season? I am... Yeah, September call-ups is half the season. <laughs> right? <know>? Like, yeah. <laughs> it's going to be really interesting. That? So yeah. so let's let's start with kind of a, a projected starting lineup. So I, I picture uh, Cameron Maben probably making the team. You're going to stick with a veteran at this point. Yeah, he'll be I don't know team. if he was going to make it or not. Yeah, he would make the team. He would be on the roster at least. All right, so you got Nico Goodrum. Um, shortstop? He's kind of that utility guy, but who else is going to play shortstop? That's kind of hit where he's going to land, right? Uh, yeah, there, there's a prospect at shortstop that is good, and he's better than Nico Goodrum, and I'm, I'm blanking on his name right now. We, I think we brought him up in the podcast. Reyes? We, yeah, something like that. Yeah, I think it's Reyes. Okay. Um, but, all right, so Cameron Maven, outfield, probably right field or center is, is my guess, depending on who else fills the, the gap. Obviously, Cabrera. He's gotten in really good shape. I'm curious if they give him the first base back a little bit if he wants it, but let's just file him in for DH at this you, point. You you got Cabrera and CJ Crone. CJ Crone. They're probably going to go back and, and forth. DH. Um and then Jonathan Scoop, Scoop, Scope. Scoop, Scoop, Scoop. Um Scoopy. second baseman. Like he he he's penciled in there basically. I don't know if he, can he play short. Like, is that no. kind of a Nico? Okay, he's yep. more of a, a he, second base. He's going to be second base. Okay, you got Jamer Kelly, Candelario, Candelario, third at base. Third base. This is a show me season for him. Hopefully, he has a big one here, right? He needs to. Yeah. All right. So you're looking at catcher. You got Austin Romine from the Yankees. He's probably going to be your, your starter. I would but think so. But then you Jake Rogers. He'll probably get some some playing time as well. Yep. In, in some of those situation, guys, if you're going to lose a service here, anyways, are you going to Test the waters. Yeah, or not? you know it, it seems like it. Uh, so we filled the roster with guys for like thinking about the full season, right? Like placeholders, basically, so these guys could play in the minors. But obviously, you're not playing in the minors, right? So what are they going to do? And you you don't really have spots for them today, right? But you can make room for these guys if you want them to play. Um, I don't want to. I don't have the rotation in front of me. Yeah. But if, if someone wants to pull that up, that'd be that'd be awesome. Once we get to it, um, but so yeah, you want to you want to hear some names? Well, let's let's finish the the kind of the starting lineup, projected starting lineup that, and then we'll get into the rotation. Uh, left field is 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 Victor Reyes, right? Is that that's kind yeah. of his job? Yep. Um, to or lose, and then Jacoby Jones. So our outfield's gonna have a ton of speed. You got Jacoby Jones. Victor Reyes and uh, you know uh, I think Christian, Cameron Maven and Christian Stewart's going to be Christian Stewart that, yeah that's a, that's a really good one too so yeah that he's kind of he'll probably platoon and I think more with Cameron Maven like I think you got four outfielders there that are probably going to be moved around a I lot think, to, I think, to, to I see think what Cameron, you got Cameron Maven and uh, Jacoby Jones are probably going to platoon a lot they're going to give time to Christian Stewart to try to prove something as a pro okay. And Victor Reyes, too, because Victor Reyes came out strong in the second half of last year. So would you consider – I mean, Jacoby Jones was, was supposed to be kind of a big name. Mm-hmm. The way that you just said, like, Cameron Maven and Jacoby Jones platooning and let the other young guys find their way. So are we kind of – right? I don't want to put words 
kind of writing off the potential of oh, Jacoby I'm, Jones? Absolutely. I'm yeah? writing him off. Yeah. Okay. Is he a good center fielder? Yeah, for sure he's a good center fielder. He can't hit. He's not a big, he's not a full No, nope, he'll never hit. He's one of those guys that he has tools, but it's not turning into production. All right. All right, so yeah, let's talk a little bit more about the rotation. Obviously got Matt Boyd, right? Um, I think that's the first name that comes to mind. Uh, do you have a list in front of you there? Jordan Zimmerman would be mm-hmm. the number yep. two, right? Okay. Uh, Mike, Yeah, Mike has got the list in front of him. You want to yeah. you, you go through it there? Yeah. Uh, after Jordan Zimmerman, Ivan Nova. Oh, that's right. I forgot about yeah. that signing. Yep. Supernova. <laughs> that'll be that'll be another one that's like, hey, yeah. <laughs> two good starts in a row. Yeah. Dangle so dangle in front of the Yankees. Nope, nope. <laughs> Came from the Yankees. <laughs> well, hey, you know. You want him. You you're know gonna it. love Supernova. <laughs> Following Nova, Daniel Norris. Oh, that's right. I like Dan- I still I have know. I still have faith in but that. But he's garbage. Really? I still have faith in <laughs> that. He's got dude. stuff though, that's the thing. That's I still have faith in that dude. I like him. I don't know. I, I'm on and off that. Lucky that throws ninety six, ninety seven. I'm not giving up. Yeah. Um, after Norris, Spencer Turnbull. Okay. Good stuff. Uh, Good stuff. Yeah. Filthy stuff. Yeah. And then the last two rounding it out, Tyler Alexander and Michael Fulmer. All right. Fulmer's not playing. Correct. They're just going to take this as, as a year off they should. To, to recover. So that's six six names right there, if I remember right. Right? Um, so yep. there's no room for the Mize, Fado, no. Manning? Matt Manning, yeah, yeah. Um, any of the the pitchers, really? Day one, we'll see as time goes on. I I know of one name in there that's not going to be healthy. Um, two weeks in, uh, Jordan Zimmerman. Jordan Zimmerman, yeah. But, <laughs> um, some sort I of, mean, like side issue or shoulder issue. I don't <laughs> he's know. got a lot of issues. But um, <laughs> a lot <of> issues. <laughs> anyways, I mean, you what? you brought in a couple names in there to fill a need, so you don't have to use Casey Mize and and the names that we already brought up. Does this change things? Are you starting to bring these guys in? Are we doing a six-man rotation? And just being like, hey, we have, we're not developing half of these guys. It's not it's not a develop. It's basically wrapping them in bubble wrap and and make sure they're healthy at the trade deadline. That's basically what all of those names are, other I, than Daniel yeah, Norris, I think. Supernova. I mean, well, Nova's is probably the highest on that list of Come on. stay healthy and trade. Right, <laughs> like he's, he's proven it before. Yeah, people know who he is at this point. He's not going to have a whole what bunch does of value, that even mean? if he's. <laughs> we got a Yankees fan over there trying to <laughs> in. Yeah, I I, th- I agree. I mean, if they went a six man rotation, I'm not against that right now. This is such a Keep weird one off year. Yeah, it would be a shame to get somebody throwing too much because you know they're they feel like they're in a playoff situation because they're 15 games into the season. Yeah. It's going to be it, this is going to be a different year. Like you're going to see some really strange things I feel like. Like I feel like the Tigers organization is like in a perfect spot to just um <laughs> Experiment with they need, everything. They need like, to coach shift, to another first overall. Like, shift and shift yeah. and shift. Like do weird things. Like I don't care. Like pull your left fielder in when you have a lefty up because he's not going to hit that way. And so put him in. Like I don't know. Just do some goofy things. I don't. Do you care. think though? Do you think teams will shut down? Like I, you're talking about. Like well, you know, teams will get desperate. We'll move this guy. Move that guy. But I feel like to a certain extent, there's a chance people are just going to be like, we're going to take this 60 game season. We're gonna not take it serious, almost a to get that bit first that overall yeah. pick. Yeah, yeah. I mean, well, what's the the name of the guy for first over? Uh, the pitcher out of Vanderbilt for next year. You're saying Tom Glavin. Yeah, that sounds right. <laughs> Kumar Rocker. He seems he seems Kumar like a Rocker, 300 win guy. <laughs> yeah. Tom Glavin. 
Kumar Rocker. <laughs> Kumar that Rocker. is the name. He what, is. A, Rocker. what a name. Yeah, that's I'm all, a great I'm name. all in on that. I'm guy. all in on him. I remember, oh, yeah. Related I, to John? I don't think so. Wow. There, There's actually a bat. According to... Z- <laughs> there's a bat that's <laughs> that it probably has... A better chance of going to the Tigers and then. Oh really? Yeah, Rocker. We'll get into that a different time. Yeah, but those, but those names: Spencer Torkelson and Kumar Rocker. Oh, yeah. Same team. Those, those are good awesome. names. So yeah. does Torkelson get an opportunity? Does Riley Green no, get an opportunity? No, 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 no. So what are they going to do? Are they just going to stay at home? Yep, they're going to lift There's, weights. Okay. That's really though. Yeah, yeah. And work out. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Torkelson's right. needs to lift more weights. Though. Hey man, go for it. Do I, it. I, don't I, don't know, I, I hope. I hope we see these guys. I hope that the sixty. Start taking the, PEDs. The sixty. Right. Yeah, do right? something. About yeah, you're not do getting something. tested, right? <laughs> <laughs> just do. Just put on some muscle. Put on some weight. And yeah. I, I'm game for that. <laughs> right. Uh, no, but I, a seventy. I dare look, you. we we have baseball back allegedly. We'll we'll see the kind of stuff that comes out. I'm sure there's going to be a lot of positive COVID tests. There's going to be a lot of questions and a lot of like grievances and all that stuff. But I mean, as of now, we can go to sleep knowing that or thinking baseballs are on the corner. Yeah. Yeah. So, so we got called out today for not having a guy that just kind of has hot takes here and there, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that? I mean, yeah. I, I feel like... So do you have a hot take that you want to throw? No, but I feel like oh. now's the time to do it. Right. Like baseball starting, like what's the hot take for this one that baseball doesn't actually start or they get yeah. 30 games in and they shut down? I'm convinced it's not going to happen. Oh. I really am. Really? Like, really? like and are, are we going to have superstars get injured or something no, like halfway I, through the year? I think there's going to be positive test after positive test, and it's going to open up something that wasn't in the negotiation and the contract and all of that stuff, and it's not going to be safe for them to play, and they're not going to play. You I think the players' I, union is going to quit on the agreement? I really do. Yeah. I really, truly do. I think that and was safety, the long-term goal, too. Safety is is so important, but positive test is an irrelevancy to safety. Yeah, you need, there you go. You need hospitalizations. You need deaths. That's what makes this virus so dangerous to the people who are the most, you know, to the people who are vulnerable to it. A twenty-two-year-old <laughs> major yeah. league pitcher getting right. coronavirus not dangerous. Yeah, if he has diabetes, maybe sure something like, we, like we that. Could talk about that. Yeah, um, but you're that's not a safety issue. A positive test for those people is not a safety issue. So good. All right, with that, we have made it to our beer grades. But before we get into our beer grades, I want to remind everyone to stop into DeHops Brewing Company Cafe for some of the best beer in West Michigan. It really is. Uh, Family-friendly atmosphere is perfect for a date night, night out with your friends, game day, or a night out with the family. DeHops is the official brewery of State of My Sports in 2020. And if you mention DeHops or State of My Sports, you can get a nice little discount when you dine in or carry out. uh, Crowler, growler, any of that, you get the discount with State of My Sports. Stop in, try the State of My PA, uh, named after the podcast. It's a great beer. Uh, They also have seltzer. They have wine. They have everything that you want, whatever your beer of choice is we are sure that the hops will have something that you will like just as much if not more now with that like a new menu 
Like a brand new menu. Yes. Really? Let's, let's, oh my let's touch on that. Yeah, go Sam, for it. you've I had some. they just got cider, too. Yeah. Well, they've had cider, but it's like a rotating tap oh, that's right. that they Sorry, bring they in. They just got it from Farmhouse, yeah. which is right up by me. Yeah, yeah. Yep. but their they're new menu. So so kind of elaborate on this. You've had some, right? I had the hot chicken sandwich, and it was unbelievable. Which is Skeptical. what? It's got state of my PA, right? State of my PA breaded. Sounds Beer good. battered chicken in oh, the state of my Dude. PA. But they took that Sold other chicken to the man sandwich in the hat. Yeah, they did take the yard bird off, which is a little disappointing, but I'm, I'm, a, I'm they, they'll probably bring it back. But they, they do tacos right now or no? I don't think so, not yet. Ooh, so they, they have this new tacos. this new cook from California. Yeah. That they, they brought in. They're really excited about her. I don't know. I think her name's Anna for something. That, that's what comes to mind. I could be wrong. They'll correct me if I'm wrong. You probably are. It's um, her house. <laughs> um, but anyways, <laughs> uh, they're, they're kind of they're trying to focus kind of on the, on the chicken. They're trying to make it the chicken place of West Michigan. And uh, it's dude the the hot chicken, the hot Nashville ch- chicken, whatever. However you say it, Just Nashville chicken. hot chicken sandwich. Sure. Really good. So one thing it they're definitely keeping though from the old menu is the. Pickle fries. Yeah. So that's good. Ooh, it's a good yeah. mainstay. Yeah. Those pickle that, fries that, were delish. Solid. Yeah. I, I just, I really like their food. I'm really happy. And I love chicken. Food. And and the kids got, so we, we ordered to go and we brought it home. The kids had that? chicken fingers or chicken tenders or whatever you want to call them. Sure. Unbelievable. They're so good. And they had this like. You ate this, your kids food? Oh, yeah, dude. The leftovers is the best. Kids leftovers? Are you kidding? I hope they don't eat. Like usually I'm like, <laughs> eat. Eat! And I tell him to eat six more bites. No, not that time. I was like, just save as much as you want there. I'm going to eat it. You want ice cream later? You want ice cream later? (laughs) Yeah. It's a signature dad move. (laughs) (laughs) Usually I'm like, you can have ice cream if you take six more bites. But no, it's like, take zero more bites and you'll get ice cream. (laughs) But, all right, let's do this some beer grades. Who's up? Who wants to go? (laughs) I don't know. I'll start. You You go ahead, Kyle. Okay, shorts, brew. Sorry, I gotta tickle him. One second. Okay, how did you say this? Am I saying? Am I putting too much? Am I separating? Fru- Fruitasia. Fruitasia. I think that's better. I think I said like fruit Asia. But <laughs> it is, you it sure is did. one word. So sorry. Full of Asian fruits. <laughs> Fruitasia. Fruitopia. Um, from Shorts Brew, four point four. Uh, this is a five point four. Oh, it's really sweet, and I feel like, as Micah pointed out to me a couple minutes ago, it's high on the will cause heartburn scale. I can see why people would like it. I just it's not my. Shoot, what do I always say? It's nothing to write home. I wouldn't write home about it. Hey, I got you. Would you type home about it? All right. Well, did you give it a grade? Yeah, 5.4. 5.4? Oh, I thought that was the alcohol by volume. All right. 5.4. Yeah. All right. Micah. Like, no, it might. What? No. It's just, <laughs> I think it's a little high. <laughs> right. oh. Honestly, I was not a fan. It's Ooh. not that great of a beer. Yeah. Which shorts is pretty solid. <laughs> no, seems like, seems like, whoa, that's just, rough. It never, like, yeah, it wasn't good. I'm not sure we've ever offended a, a brew by by that much, but I like it. No. Actually, I have with Whitson. <laughs> Whitson was terrible. That was I've done lower than brutal. Four, five point four. Yeah, yeah. yeah. All right, Micah. Uh, tapestry Brewing. Northern Trippin' New England IPA. What are, what, what are the beer guys called? Did they say Nipa or Nipa? Yeah, they called it Nipa. N- Nipa. Um, it's got the pitcher rocks from northern s- Michigan. Uh, Where's that it from? It does. So, so okay, guys. Northern Michigan, upstate no, no, no. Ontario. This oh, is. No, you guys are just. This is from Bridgman, Michigan again. 
You okay. like Bridgman. Well, that... Is I that think random? That's, I think that's where... Um, uh, what, what's the one that I've been drinking a lot lately? Transient? Transient, yeah. Mm. I can't believe I pulled that. Nice. I just pulled that out of nowhere. Very good. Pumped. So, apparently, two breweries up there. But, uh... Yeah, so it's a juicy IPA with uh, citra and mandarina hops and some wheat and oats in there. I think the wheat, wheat and oats are, are kind of subtle, and the hops really take over on, on the front end and the back end. And this is actually an enjoyable beer. I think Ryan tried a little bit. Um, I'm going to go with a 7.7. All right. Yeah, I think the bitterness is really good in this one, right? It just kind of works with the overall flavor. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's nice. Ryan, you're up, unless you want me to go. Nope. Uh, from Creston Brewery, uh, I am drinking Blueberry Sweet Street. Is that is that the whole name, or is it just Blueberry? Blueberry Street. Sweet Street. Sweet Street. I just can't say it. Um, <laughs> th- you know what? This this was, theoretically, it should be good, because it's sweet. It's It's got like a lot of the blueberry, blueberry flavor. Blueberry really works well in beer, I it, feel And like. it does. And, th- and this is Michigan Blueberries. Michigan hops, so I I really want to give it a good grade, but I don't I can't really because I feel like it's too like the other, the guys were talking about and I and I don't even think it was the beer but the syrupy kind of flavor yeah and I think that's where all the the sweetness and the flavor comes from for this beer just tastes syrupy and okay. I'm not a fan of that yeah uh, I'm gonna go with uh, seven point all right just a seven flat. All right, I am drinking from Drafting Table Brewing Company in Wixom, Michigan. Uh, Resolute, it's their IPA. Uh, I'm just going to read the can. So Resolute IPA is our flagship India Pale Ale and is named after our founder and head brewer, Rez. It's brewed with a melody of Pacific Northwest hops exhibiting assertive citrus and pine aroma and flavor making it a favorite for any hop head other than this one look it's not terrible i i'm not saying it's it's a bad beer um it just doesn't stand out the way like other ipas do to me like if i had this style of ipa all of them in front of me i think this would grade a little bit lower i don't think it's terrible i'm gonna go the seven one Seven point one. West Coast IPA, then. Yeah, yeah. Did you guys learn a lot last week about beers? We did. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. We're trying to to show it. I know. know? Well, I feel like (laughs) you have all just said things that I was like, yeah, sure. On the bitterness scale, it's four out of five bitters. Is it pretty bitter? Yeah, I'd say it is pretty bitter. Bitterness units, right? International bitterness units, IBUs. Yeah. Is that resolute with the S or a Z? It's uh, Z because of it, they're naming it after their their head brewer uh, Rez. You should okay. listen to last week. So Rez, Rez. Resolute. Um, it's also seven point seven percent alcohol, which is nice. I, I enjoy that part of it. Um, Makes you feel good. Micah said something about like a front end and a back end, and yeah, stuff. I like, heard that. Yeah, yeah. very confusing. Yeah, but I like it. Well, I like it too. You nailed. it. I mean, kudos to Bearded Ed. Thank you very much for teaching yeah. us, and especially they, Eric as the well. The crazy thing is, is they they taught us a lot on air. I think, but it was yeah. like off air. It was just like absorbing. Oh, off air is yeah. even like, better. Yeah. yeah. Well, don't tell people that. Well, it was even better. <laughs> it was. It oh, wasn't ding, ding, better. Ding, ding, ding. Better. No, it, we we were learning a lot. 
last week, and that was excellent. And I want to thank Bearded Ed and Eric again for for joining us on that on that episode. That was unbelievable. Um, I sounded do great. not want to let a segment go by without doing a quick little simulation of the NHL oh, Mac Draft Lottery. One more. Uh, third overall pick. All right, so we dropped down two picks, but no, we didn't actually do anything. <laughs> we. <laughs> What, where are you getting at? None, uh, none of this actually counts. I'm telling. Oh, it's just the last segment was exactly what I wanted to happen. I don't know why you were saying simulation. You could just say sim. People know what that means. <laughs> oh, yeah. you son of why a... Why do you say the full All right. word? <laughs> but don't forget, like, the, I mean, the draft lottery is Friday. Well, I, yeah, man. I don't want to say that we're going to go live, but I feel like we should go live, at least from myself. Like, I'm going to be here, and I'm going to be watching it, so maybe I'll go live during that. We'll see. Tune oh, in for, for sure. that, <laughs> but for sure. get the stress reaction of everything that goes inside Sam's brain <laughs> during I'm all not this stress with a pinch of anger when we get the fifth overall yeah. pick. <laughs> we can't get the fifth. All right, for the record, we <laughs> cannot get the fifth overall pick. All right, so I'm going to read the Ryan's answer. Good. The all right, good, good, good. We have an 18.5 percent chance at the first overall pick, 16.5 at the second overall Seriously, pick, and then we have 14.4 percent chance at the. Third, no, there we just, go. Just, no, not Are you yet. Still not close yet, with not this yet. Song? That's the so 14.4% chance, third overall pick, and a 50.6% chance Can you at the fourth it? overall pick. Uh, <laughs> he's just, he's not even fit. <laughs> Thank you guys for listening. Thank you guys for watching. Thank you guys for recording. Kyle, thanks for coming back, buddy. Absolutely. Enjoy your guys' hats. We'll talk to you guys next week, if not sooner. Always a pleasure. Peace. I don't care about all your numbers. How amazing would it be? I still, the math is really hard for my brain. I don't, I like.